It's your life. It's your life. It's your life. I'm Sade. Welcome to It's Your Life, where amazing things happen only if you let them. In this podcast, I speak to millennials like myself, young people who are still figuring out their lives while also obsessively planning the next steps. Tune in now. my first interview in a long time are you ready (laughs) i am (laughs) okay hello welcome back to the millennial mindset and today i am here with kirk morris kirk morris is born and raised in frederick maryland and graduated from the university of maryland in 2017 with a degree in marketing kirk is an account manager at facebook in austin texas a city he moved to a year ago this month happy anniversary uh since graduating college and starting his career at facebook kirk has been focused on strengthening key skills for his career building community, and learning more about himself and the environment around him. Kirk joins me shortly after his most recent adventure from around the world in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. Kirk, welcome to It's Your Life and the Millennial Mindset series. Thank you. That introduction made me sound way cooler than I really am. (laughs) For how long that I've known you, I think that deserves to be shared. Obviously, you're still a recent grad. You're a millennial. You're sort of walking through life, figuring it out, or like, quote unquote, adulting is like, we love to just attach the word adulting to anything. (laughs) Um, And what sort of stood out to me was that when you said that you've moved to Austin and it's a year ago this month and today you said you were moving to your new place um even and so what has that like coming back to it being a full year what has the experience been like moving to a new city where do you, I don't know if you even knew anyone or um sort of relocating relocating picking up and starting work and sort of finding a community outside of what you're so familiar with yeah, I think it was a, an exciting and, and necessary change. Mm-hmm. I was born and raised in Maryland, and I went to the University of Maryland. So after I graduated, I knew I wanted to leave the state and explore somewhere completely new. And so I did move here with some connections already in the city, which made the adjustment a little bit more smooth. And I was lucky to come back to Facebook after spending two summers as an intern. So a lot of familiarity coming back to a company that I feel really passionate about. So for me, coming and moving into Austin, you really experience it. And I think almost with any city that you move to after college, you'll experience your first year or even more within like cycles. Like some of those cycles will be really focused on your career. Uh, Other cycles, you'll be really focused on your personal life and other points building community. So I think for me, I've been experiencing things in cycles, which has made me really focused on exactly what I want to do in the moment and really just to make and uh, get the most out of the experience. I think overall, to kind of summarize that, it's been an experience of a lot of growth, uh, both professionally and personally. And I think that's really what is going to be able to take me forward if I move to another city or really how my life changes moving forward. I think the growth that I'm experiencing is huge. And you're talking about that growth and earlier in the conversation, you said you knew that you wanted to get out of Maryland and get that different experience um, and not knowing very, not really anyone in Austin before you moved, what were the different, um, whether it's like pain points and then also like 
looking back, you're like, wow, like I've actually learned how to do this very independently and very well, or I know this part of myself very well, considering from now in 2018 to last um, year in September 2017. I think the biggest difference since I've graduated college, at least from the personal and social aspect, is that in college you have a lot of foundations for social interactions and social relationships with people. Once you graduate, you don't necessarily have those. You don't have that consistency of like a specific class schedule where you see the same faces every day, the same clubs that you're involved with semester to semester. That is, for the most part, a lot of foundations for people's social experience in college. I think when I moved here, I had to really build that myself, whereas in college, yeah. it's already there, yeah. essentially. So for me, I'm really look at it, looking at it in the perspective of how do I start to build community um, and how do I get involved in different ways in the city, whether it's looking to get involved with volunteering or looking to get involved um, with a new sport or activity. And that's kind of been the way that I've been thinking about this first year from the very personal side is how do I go about doing that? So I think in that way, I've learned a lot of just being able to throw myself out there, be a little bit uncomfortable with being in an environment where I don't know someone or don't know anyone. And really just being very intentional about just meeting new people and then also being very focused and present in the conversations with those new people that I meet. I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's it's such a process of intentionality throughout each stage, each stage. And I think that you hit on a lot of really good points where when you're an undergrad or even for those maybe didn't go to college, like we're still in that community where you're still so comfortable and you're familiar and things mm -hmm. are known to you. And so it's different when it's like you're forced out of that where it's like something else where it's like you are assigned or whatever. But when you choose where you're like, you know what, I'm not going to be looking for work in my city or where I've grown up. I'm really going to be looking for something outside of that. It's very much uh, putting yourself in a position of intentionality and being able to sort of, I guess, force growth to happen. Because I think that what happens when you don't sort of decide to make those big leaps and bounds is that you still end up coming to those realizations, but maybe at a later time in life. Um, as opposed to, you know, right now and in the now. So since moving to this new city, and like you were saying earlier, building a new community and things like that, what are, have you found yourself sort of stepping outside of your comfort zone, maybe more than you would have had you stayed back home or stayed in something that was a little bit more familiar? Yeah, I think for me, what I've always focused on over this past year is just on intention and exactly what I'm trying to achieve. So going back in high level, my goal with moving to Austin is just to experience something completely new and really having the opportunity to establish myself and learn more about myself in a completely new city where I'm not being held back by any previous um, perspectives about myself or an image about myself that's you know, from another person's perspective mm -hmm. and being able to kind of just build my own self really in a new place. So with that, always the focus is on intention and what I'm trying to achieve. So a specific example is just moving to a new city, wanting to build community, really getting involved with tennis as a new sport that I never picked up a tennis racket before this year. I didn't and know that. that. Was with the goal. <laughs> yeah. So I've only, only played just this year. And I think with that, the 
really big goal was just to try and build a community around something that I enjoy and really just to pick up something completely new. And that was something that I didn't have to ask or you know feel like I needed to bring other people that I knew into the experience with me because I wanted to go at and kind of like deep end and just do it myself and just really experiencing something new. Uh, and then I think the other piece of that is just also just something that I'm curious in and really building on my own curiosity. So I think that's where my enjoyment for travel comes into play too, is just doing things that, you know, actually on things that I'm curious about, regardless of maybe how comfortable or comfortable it could be, and just really throwing myself in based on what I'm curious about and what my intentions are. I love that. And I want to repeat that set of questions that you asked yourself earlier to our listeners, where you said, what is my intention and what am I trying to achieve? And I think that what the example that you gave is something that can be so relevant for our listeners because when we're thinking about stepping outside of our comfort zone or trying something new, we have to be able to sort of wash away, okay, I'm doing this for this person or because of this influence, but instead it's looking inwardly. And I think that having those two questions of what is my intention and what am I trying to achieve, using those sort of as a guiding point towards being able to try new things and putting ourselves out there is something that we can use on a regular basis to guide and sort of remind us of why we're doing this and um, be able to sort of remember what's key and at the center. What I wanted to sort of back up a little bit, I glazed over this a lot where we talked about you getting a degree in marketing and you starting work at Facebook. And I remember, you know, us being French since freshman year, I remember when you were interested in journalism at one point and also like bio and being pre-med stuff. Right. And how did you sort of navigate that? And how did you find yourself uh, sort of looping into tech? I think foundationally within both biology and thinking more of the pre-med track, journalism and marketing. I think this common thread between all of those different fields from my perspective and why I had an interest in them is because they all depend on relationships. Hmm. So I think that was the thing that was more of my focus. How can I do something that is really revolved around connecting with people and building relationships? And I saw that from the perspective of getting to help people as a doctor. I saw that from the perspective of telling more of someone's story and really sourcing and getting to the truth through journalism and then through marketing, really being responsible for finding something from your business, from your brand, that's going to really connect with another individual and then encouraging that individual to take action or to some way get involved with your business or brand. I think those are some of the common threads that I found when I looked at business. That's where I saw an opportunity to really be able to drive an impact and then focus on how I could potentially help people. And I think initially I've always had an interest in business. I think for me, why I never really thought about majoring in business until I got to the University of Maryland my first year was because I thought business was just, you know, the major that just everyone chooses when they Mm -hmm. don't know what they want to study. Mm -hmm. But for me, once I really started learning more about different majors, when I thought about business specifically is that business could have more of a responsibility and more of a goal beyond just making money. So I think for me, it goes back to helping people, having some impact, and then also being able to connect with people. So that's where I then focused on business and saw an opportunity to use it as a way to influence and impact people, um, you know, to make connections. 
So I think for me, that's the way I thought about those different fields and then how I ended up deciding on marketing as my future. Wow. I have never heard someone connect um, journalism and pre-med slash bio to marketing and working in business <laughs> at all. But yeah. the points that you're making about building relationships and making connections, that's absolutely a common thread throughout those fields. And even I think a common thread that I think a lot of us can see within our own careers or own trajectories where a lot of it is based on being able to build those relationships and making those connections. So absolutely, you're on point with that one. Um, and being able to sort of find that career that you love. And I think that you have, like you mentioned this earlier um, before we started recording about sort of having that potential for impact and being in that environment where it's fast moving and things are always changing. Um, and I think that you'd still agree to this like even a year later. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, and so I also wanted to talk about during your undergraduate experience, I remember when you decided to go study abroad and you were deciding between two major reasons um, <laughs> to study abroad with and you actually yeah. ended up choosing Hong Kong. And what was that experience like that for you? And I think you studied abroad for a full semester, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And what was that like? And what, uh, how would you sort of, I guess, explain or define that experience from before you decided to go abroad for a longer span of time to now how you're regularly incorporating travel into your life and um, your lifestyle? I think the biggest thing for me is I knew going into college that I wanted to study abroad. Right. When I then got to the point where I was deciding between where, I think the really big deciding factor was wanting to go somewhere that I knew others, not that many other people had been to. So I think from my perspective, I always like traveling places and experiencing things for myself. And I think when I was deciding between Europe is one region where I could study abroad in Asia, for me, I just didn't know a lot about Asia comparative to Europe. So I knew I wanted to experience something totally different and really experience that with my, for myself because there were no expectations where people could tell me or where I could get some perspective of what the experience would look like. I could just experience it for myself and come to that de decision and determination on my own. So that was the big motivator. And as far as the experience itself, it was the best decision I made in college because there was so much personal growth at that point. I think I was lucky enough to experience this as an intern in, the, in Silicon Valley in the Bay Area. And this was summer 2015. And then shortly after that, was spring of 2016 both of those experiences i got to go somewhere completely new without an expectation of what the experience would look like and i got to really just define that for myself and i think having that sort of freedom for me and you know both silicon valley when i got to spend my summer there and then also in hong kong i got to define that myself and that was a really unique experience and there was so much personal growth involved because of that, because I was really learning as I was experiencing it every day of what it was like to interact with people from different regions of the world, what it was like to learn about a country um, in a specific city that's so different from my home. Those experiences are so transformative because you just learn and I think you gain so much empathy. And then you're just curiosity, I think, has a snowball effect 
whenever you travel. So you start to become more curious about different people and different experiences and people share more of what their experiences are and they look at and the city that you're meeting that new travel buddy in from the lens of their, their own home. So then now you're curious about where they're from and their experience and background. So mm. I just think my mind was jumping consistently when I was abroad and there was just so much excitement um, that was really unlike other experiences. So I think from my perspective, it was just such a transformative time. And I think just now I want to continue replicating that when I do get the chance to travel. Um, you know, even beyond the study abroad experience. Right. And being able to make it more regular and sort of having that deep dive and putting yourself out of, outside of your comfort zone without having to move, you know, every year. Yeah. But instead, it's like, okay, I'm going to go on a trip and see how this goes and try new food and maybe yeah. not speak the language. And it's completely okay. And I think that's why travel sort of gets addicting because not only is it sort of like we get used to the mundane sort of being able to navigate and find our own way and having a routine in life. But I think that when you're traveling, especially to places where you may not speak the language or that is completely different sort of culture than where you're from or what you're used to, the main appeal of traveling is that you are sort of forced to take things at face value and you're just almost like a child where it's like you're just trying to figure out you know what does this taste like and where do I go and how do I get here and there and you're just taking things at a much slower pace than if you're familiar with the environment and you're familiar with the language and the food and everything like that then you are doing much more complex things and sort of things are just passing you by at a much quicker rate because of that. Exactly. Yeah, I think you really hit on it, kind of like the childlike mentality. You're just curious and everything is brand new. Um, and I think that's what I want to continue to try and get at, at you know, throughout life, is just continue to kind of have that childlike curiosity and mentality. Yeah. Can you please tell me how Rio was like? Just like, quick two to three sentences. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful, unreal a perfect balance of everything from culture to nature to the city life to the people. Nice. It was such an interesting place. Yeah. Um, and also very challenging as well. Mm. I uh, didn't expect the language barrier to be that challenging. Yeah. And I think because of that, just really, again, being a lot more present whenever I was talking to someone or trying to communicate or, you know, get from point A to point B. Uh, so I think from that perspective, it was a really unique experience because I don't think there's anywhere else in the world like Rio um, because it's just such a different area. And I think for me also, again, I didn't know that many people who had been to Rio. So I got to kind of define the experience for myself because of that. And I think that's what made it so unique. So I was more than a sentence. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I think you hit the nail right on the head with that. Um, and this sort of leads into my next question. But what is your approach, if you have one, to living a bold life? It's a really good question. I think always reminding myself that I'm in control. I think the most empowering thing to think about, you know, being fresh out of college and also just being young is that this is a period when we have so little obligations. We don't have a mortgage. We don't have a family. Most of us aren't 
in a serious relationship or like at least committed or thinking about marriage um, or really beyond that. So I think for me, it gives me a lot of freedom and always to come back to I'm in control. So at the end of the day, I'm the one who gets to decide whether or not I move to this city or whether or not I travel here or whether I take on this opportunity. So I think because of that freedom, I think that's one thing I always try and remind myself is that I'm in control. Um, and then the other thing is also just to lean on my faith when making those decisions about where I move or where I go or what I do. And really just leaning on that is foundational to kind of living a bold life. I love that. I love that. And it's kind of frightening, though, because it's like we have so much freedom. So we literally can do anything. But then it's also like, oh, my gosh, like, should I be writing a book right now? Should I be right. starting my own company? <laughs> like, you right. know, um, and I think like, the thing always to come back to, though, is curiosity and knowing what you enjoy. So finding what energizes you. And that's going to be the guiding factor. Once you know that you have control and you can lean on your faith, once you then understand that specifically what energizes you, that's going to be the guiding factor um, to decide whether or not, you know, you take this opportunity or you do this or that. Absolutely. And I think, again, going back to those questions that you pointed out earlier about what is my intention and what am I trying to achieve and sort of have being able to use that and a little bit of faith and being able to have that approach to living that bold life. Exactly. Um, and so the last question to top it off. Um, so as part of the millennial generation, we get all of this criticism and so much critique um, some serious, some not, you know, millennials, millennials aren't buying diamonds, we aren't buying houses, you know, like, whatever. Um, is there one piece of criticism that you feel like is completely unlike you, or you look forward to changing the image of? I think the stereotype for all millennials is that we make decisions based off of what is going to impress others. Um, and I think that's not me at all. I think it always goes back to myself. So again, the intention, what I'm trying to achieve or just curiosity. So I don't think I make decisions or, you know, I do things because it could impress others or because society could say that, you know, this is impressive or this is the definition of success or something like that. Well, thank you so much, Kirk, for being able to talk about what your experiences have been like and a lot of wise words for us um do you have any last lines before i sound off on this podcast episode live your best life (laughs) (laughs) i love that that's it's like the title of your of your podcast right it's your life lines with kind of like my style as well right it's your life and live it to the fullest so live your best life um thank you listeners for tuning in to another episode of It's Your Life and this series of Millennial Mindset. Please tune in because we have a few more episodes left for the second season. All right, take care, everyone.